our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking. She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the life. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Hey. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. I'm super excited. You are? Great. Okay. I'll try to bring it. <laughs> Congratulations are in order for a friend of ours. Who are we congratulating and why? Deep Voice Guy, <gasps> we Deep just learned, guy. has joined the Wolf Pack. Ooh. You can listen to him on 103.1 The Wolf in Tallahassee. I'm sure you could probably find it on the internet, too. Um, from 3 to 7 in the afternoons. And he's going to be lending his deep voice to whatever it is that they do at the Wolf Pack. Um, that's a perfect time of day to work. That's my time. Those are, those are my hours. Three to seven. Like that could, that could be the job for me. Well, now <laughs> you can, you can work with, to the dulcet tones of deep voice guy. Oh, lovely. He will ease you through the afternoon. So congratulations. Congrats, Jason. Yay. So Thanksgiving feels like it was a really long time ago, doesn't it? Kind of. Yeah. It was just a few days. I don't know. It was, but, um, here we are already a week, a week off of it. Um, and I got to be honest, I have been having a hard time figuring out what to do for this show. Yeah? Yeah. I I have, I had some ideas. I didn't know if any of them were enough of an idea to make a whole show out of it. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't really decide. So I'm going to tell you my ideas and you, you tell me if you think they would make a good show. Okay. This okay. will be fun. All right. So the first thing I thought that I might talk about is how um, we kind of had like a Donald Trump themed Thanksgiving. You did? Yeah, it was so unexpected. I um, I wasn't sure. You know how I told you that I wanted to watch the parade, the Macy's yes. parade, mm-hmm. and then we talked about how we weren't sure how the twenty twenty situation was going to be right. for the parade and whether it would make us sad. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my awesome friend um, Shari, who lives in Australia of all places, and is a listener to our show. What's your name, Shari? Yes. Hey, Shari. Thanks I, for listening to well, us all the way in Australia. I think it's Sherry, but then other people have called it, have said that her name is Shari. Shari. So you need to let us know how to pronounce your name. Anyway. <laughs> is she a friend that you met on Facebook? I actually met her, yes, through Facebook. Um, we both are fans of the Ben Franklin's World podcast. Is that how you met? Yes. Through a podcast? That's how we met. You met through a podcast and she listens to our podcast? That's yeah. adorable. And we've created a book club for um, Ben Franklin's World. And so we are working together on creating a, an American history book club. Speaking of book club. Yeah. So two wonder, weeks. Two weeks. I was wondering how long two it was weeks. Yeah. Be. I was going to do it uh, next week. It might be next week. I don't know. You guys, you got a week or two. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, she gave me the idea of just watching whatever Macy's Parade I want to. That's a great idea. And she said, we just find one on YouTube and we watch whatever year we want to. And so I did that on Thanksgiving. I chose 2003, which was a um, blast from the past. Katie Couric. 
Yes. Matt Lauer, before we knew he was a scumbag. Mm-hmm. Um, Clay Aiken <laughs> and Ruben Studdard from American Idol. I saw this on your post and I commented that whenever <laughs> I see Clay Aiken, I had, I had a boyfriend who was in a political feud with Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken is his nemesis. And remember <laughs> that after, after American Idol, Clay Aiken went into politics. Really? Yes. And he was like, I don't know, not a senator, like a member of the House or something. Really? He was doing something political and he was the nemesis of my ex-boyfriend. And it would make me laugh so much. (laughs) Like, I, you know, like a song would come on and he'd be like, I hate that guy. And he would lose his mind. It was so (laughs) funny to me. (laughs) Well, in in addition to Clay Aiken being on the parade, Donald Trump. I couldn't believe it. He was. The Don. um, Yeah. He was promoting The Apprentice. I loved that show. And we were like. How ironic. Yeah. How ironic. So they had Donald Trump in his in his helicopter. I gotta tell your friend, uh, I just went to our stats to see. I wanted to see how many listeners we had in Australia. One. I don't see any listing for Australia. <gasps> we've got we've got a lot of listeners in Belgium, a fair amount in Ireland, several in France. We've got the Russian Federation with several. We've got Mexico and we've got Spain. Uh-oh. I mean, in addition to the United States, obviously. Huh. But um, I don't I don't see her. At least she hasn't listened yet this week. That's possible. Yeah. So That's it'll possible. it'll update. Okay. Um, she better listen and she better tell us how to speak her name correctly. Okay. So back to my story. <laughs> Sorry. Donald yeah. Trump was in the Macy's parade. Uh-huh. Then, later on, Thanksgiving, during the day, we're watching Seinfeld, mm-hmm. as you do on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And... We are watching the episode where Jerry and George are pretending like they are the guy who the limo driver at the airport is looking for, and they take the limo, mm-hmm. and it turns out that it's like there's they have to pretend like they're Nazis and stuff like that. It's a crazy storyline. Anyway, the shot of the airport, the plane on the tarmac is Trump Airlines. It says Trump. And my older son is like, look at this, a Trump Thanksgiving. Then we're watching Home Alone 2. Yes, Mm -hmm. he's there. And he's in the the hallway. I think that he owns that hotel. Yeah, I I found out that he has a writer on any movie filmed in a building that he owns. He has a cameo. Hmm. Yeah. Usually it doesn't actually make it into the final cut of the movie, but they film it. But Home Alone 2, they decided to leave him in. They did. So I thought I might talk about that on the show today, but then I changed my mind. Okay. Um, I thought maybe I would talk about how I also joined a new family over Thanksgiving. You joined a new family? Yeah. Actually. Not a cult. Not a cult. Well, I don't know for sure. <laughs> um, you know how sometimes. You have a history with the cult. You get, so. you know how sometimes you get included um, on a text message, like a group text message, and you're not supposed to be in it, yes. but they accidentally typed your phone number in. Mm-hmm. Well, that happened to me with a lovely group of people <laughs> who have just had a delightful weekend. I've seen pictures of their kids, and they're so sweet. They send me inspirational messages in the that. morning. Mm-hmm. I love them. I like them much more than my own family. Did you tell them? Or no. Did you, keep, you kept it a secret? No. I've, I have not said anything about how I'm not actually in their family. But you know what? Somebody in their family is missing out because of you. Possible. Probable. <laughs> I'm enjoying it right now. It's been really nice. Um, you know, they've wished me a happy Thanksgiving and they've prayed for me indirectly. Um, it's been lovely. My sister had a voicemail a week or two ago 
And the woman was like, hey, it was it was to her daughter. And she must have been dialing on like a real phone, you know, because uh-huh. she was an older woman. And she's like, ah, did you hear that your sister has COVID? Oh, and, no. and she left this terrible voicemail. And my sister's like, should I call her back? And I'm like, yes, you have to call her back <laughs> yes. and let her know that she didn't actually tell her daughter that her other daughter has COVID. <laughs> I, I had this experience. It was like a couple summers ago, apparently my phone number is just one digit off from something at the Department of Education yeah. where people in South Florida are applying for substitute teaching jobs. And they're calling my phone number to check on the status of their application. And I have to question the um, how eligible, how these people are because they have listened to my entire voicemail message it is clearly not the department of education right and still they're like yes i'm calling to find out the status of my application for substitute teacher at such and such school do they ever open with like when i get one like that i might still leave a message but i might be like hi i'm not sure if i've reached the right no they no? totally think that this is the correct number. Ridiculous. And um, there have been a couple times when I have felt like I needed to call because they sounded so earnest and mm-hmm. so excited about the job. Mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to call and let them know, you know, you you called the wrong number. I wish you the best, you know, but um, I can't help you with this. I would probably send a text <laughs> so that I didn't have to, you know. Yeah. Maybe so. Deliver Maybe I should that do bad that. news. So, um, and then there have been a couple of times when I've actually answered my phone, and mm-hmm. and they've been calling about the, the jobs, and I've let them know. I don't know the number you're trying to reach, but it's not this one. But I wish you the best. I hope you get the job. It would just be mean to just pretend that you could set up an interview, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be, that would be, that would be wrong. This is Santa's watching us this month. My shirts. Do you see my shirt today? Yes, I know. You can get me on the naughty says, list. I can get you on the naughty list. <laughs> I can't. Th- right there. There's a way I can That's get you on you the naughty it. list. There's, yeah. there's one way. Right there. Y'all, you, can, you can prank people into thinking they're getting a job. Y'all should see Chrissy's eyelashes today. They right? are. They are. Um, well, in her own words, she looks like a cartoon character. I do. I'm a cartoon today. <laughs> I'm going to change before leaving here, but it was for our photos. I look like a cartoon. And we will we will post some photos yep. um, from today. You'll get to see the super cartoon eyelashes. Yeah. Um, actually, right as the show was starting, when we were listening to our intro music, I thought I had a hair across my forehead, and I was like trying to get it, and I realized that these eyelashes are so long. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's going down. So I thought I might talk about that, um, but I changed my mind. Right. So then I thought I might make a recommendation. Now here's part of the show where Chrissy and Heather tell us what to do. Well, might I recommend? I thought that I might make a recommendation that everybody have a friend like my friend um, who reminded me that strength training as we get older is super, super important. And my friend Lynn reminded me and she even sent me a follow-up email with a link to an article. Now, granted, my friend Lynn is like a PhD professor at FSU in like exercise physiology. So she knows what she's talking about. But uh, she's, we were talking about strength training. I said, oh, I've fallen off of it. I need to get back into it. I've been so busy writing, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, you know, um, 
you don't, you could get away with like one really good workout, like one a week, even every two weeks. When I do a really good workout like that, I'm so sore that I can't possibly do another one for a week. That's the kind you need to do. She said, if you work out to the point where you're so sore and you really, really deplete your muscles, Mm -hmm. then once a week could be enough. And she sent me an article, a 2018 study showed that training less than an hour produced similar functional results to training five times as much. Hmm. And that's quite good news. Yeah. So I really want our listeners to um, remember that when you are trying to convince yourself to exercise and you know you should do it, number one, yes, you should. Almost every time I have a client who is in her like 50s and 60s or Mm -hmm. 70s, and they are trying to get back in shape. They used to have a great exercise program and they let it slack off and then they regret it. So we should learn from their mistakes. When I was in high school, I had a teacher. She was not my favorite teacher. And I remember telling this teacher that I was going to go to like a class at the YMCA, like just a general, like, you know, those little classes that we used to do back in the 90s mm-hmm. where you've got your little you know, like four pound weight right. and you do leg, leg kicks and whatever. And I was like, I'm going to go to this class. And my teacher deterred me from going. She's like, if you start going to those classes, then it's you have to, yeah, it's a trap. <laughs> then you're, she's like, then when you stop, you're just going to get really, really fat. So uh, she was like, if you, if you go, like she made me feel like if I went to this class one time <laughs> and then I decided not to go back, then I was going to gain like 50 pounds. And, um, she really messed up my, uh, <laughs> My psyche for an exercise for a while. So listen to this woman, this smart woman, <laughs> instead of my very poor teacher from high school. Go get your exercise on. You know, she's not wrong. I mean, like, I am in a vicious loop that I like. I participate fully in the loop. But I'm in a cycle now where I run so much mm-hmm. that I can't stop. Like, yeah. I have gotten really used to eating food and I really like it. And Uh so if I want to keep eating food, I have to keep running. You can just do the strategy that I do where you hike and you hike and you get really skinny and then you go on a COVID nine months and you gain a whole bunch of weight (laughs) and you just plan in your head your next really big hike that'll take you back to being really skinny. That's that's pretty much my method right now. Well, if, if, if you need a backup, this is your backup. It's a good One backup. really good workout a week, guys. That's all you need um, to maintain your strength and conditioning. So no excuses. Y'all can do one once a week. Um, so I thought I might do a show on that. Okay, but you decided not to. Not to, no. Yeah. Um, in, and then I found, um, I found a headline. Headline. Extra, extra, read all about it. Heather's Headlines. So I saw this on Facebook and I got really excited. Um, The first female to play college football. No, that's not true. That's what I found out. I started reading the story and I started learning more and I found out she's not the first female to play college football. What's it it called? We need John. Was it five at the top? Uh, Power power five. five. Power five. Yeah, yeah, got a head nod. Yeah, that's all I needed. Thanks, friend. Um, I found that out too. I found out that, um, so this this girl, Sarah Fuller, who goes to Vanderbilt mm-hmm. and plays soccer, 
Um, she, they say, makes history as the first woman to play in a Power Five college football game. And I thought, that's pretty awesome. But then I discovered, no, Katie. Okay, so there's two. There's three. There might be four other women who have played in a college football game. And some have scored points. And the reason yes. I know about this is because this is what we did on Greg's show I on 93.3 this morning. This yeah. is what we talked about. So. Okay, so I discovered that. So this is still new information to me. So tell me what you know, since you've already talked about this. Uh, that, that's it. <laughs> there's other girls. Some of them scored points. Okay. Two there's points. Katie Nita. Nita? Yeah, I don't know. Her name is H and then an N right after it. I don't know how you would say that. Hanita. <laughs> Hanita. Hanita. And April Gross mm-hmm. have played in an FBS game. Now, I had, I actually texted my college football We're really in our guy. wheelhouse here talking yeah. about football. Yeah. It's just like. I just keep looking at John and he's just, he's looking down. He's not, he's not going to help me. <laughs> I texted my college football friend, Guy. And ask him, hey, can I ask you a quick Your college, college... football friend guy, he sounds yeah. like an expert. <laughs> <laughs> he played he played football in college, and so okay. he knows more about football than me. <laughs> so I texted him yesterday. I was like, hey, can I ask you a quick football question? And he did not text me back. Um, but what I was going to ask him is, what is FBS game? I'm glad that you just talked about it for five minutes to say that you got no answer out of him. <laughs> cool. Um, so I had to Good look it story, up. story, Heather. FBS is um, football. Oh, shoot. I had it. Joel Scholarship John. System. No, come on. Help us. Subdivision. 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 Right. It was a word that didn't go with either of those other words. Football what? Bowl? Football bowl subdivision. We're, we're right in, in our sweet spot of things yeah. we know about. Right. We've been doing this a lot lately. Yeah. Last week we did a tech show, uh-huh. the technology show. This week we're doing a football show. Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they've played in an FBS game for New Mexico against Texas State. Hinida, mm-hmm. Nida, Hinda. She kicked two extra points in that game in 2003. And then April, April Goss played at Kent State, and she kicked an extra Kent point State, Ohio. against <laughs> Delaware in 2015. Okay. Liz Heaton did something, and then <laughs> Ashley Martin. Ashley. What'd she do? And, something um, else? Something Ash- else. Ashley Martin became the first woman to score in an NCAA Division I American football game. Are they all kickers? Yes. That's what I figured. But here's the question that I had for my football friend. That didn't answer you. That didn't answer me. Maybe he will now. Um, What I want to know is, like, okay, so this Sarah Fuller, Mm -hmm. all she did was kick off the game. She just started the game. She didn't actually play, did she? Uh, No, that's that's playing. That is considered playing. There's there's two different kinds of kickers, right, John? That's my question. There's a kicker that is, like, the person who does the extra points, and there's the one who does kickoff. Are they are they different? Yeah, those are that can be two different kickers. Yes, are they usually like you have a punter? Punter. Yeah, and that's a kicker, the one. A field goal kicker. Yeah, the field goal you, kicker. Yeah, that's the one that scores the points. Place kicker. Place kicker. What's that one do? Say that again. What does that one what do? Does a place What's kicker the place do? kicker do? The ball is placed, and they kick it on the ground like the kickoff. Right. Or, How is that different field, from punting? Or a field goal punting. Oh, is, punt is when they drop it. The oh, they okay. drop it. Yeah. All right. A punter. 
punts the ball. Okay. The place kicker kicks the ball. All right. See, this is so. So, John, if you're listening to this show, this is what I needed you to text me back about. This is important information that I could have had to be prepared Not for this. John, Not producer John, a different John. College football John. College football John. Thanks a lot, college football John. Yeah. So, um, when I was in high school, I um, I was a cheerleader, and I got this grand idea that I was like. I, I could be the kicker. I could be a girl on the football team. And so I had the boys take me out one day. I was like, let's, let's try to kick. I don't, and I thought it would be easy. Mm-mm. It's super, super difficult. Yeah. It, it, it did not go well. And yeah. I gave up my dreams of being a kicker very quickly. I had dreams of throwing a ball. That I thought that it would be easy to throw a ball down yeah. the football field. And I discovered that it is not easy at all. And um, so I had a little bit more respect for On the Greg that. show today, he said that this girl who did the... The kicking over the weekend uh-huh. that she is six foot two and two hundred pounds. What? That's what he said. Oh my god! I didn't look it up. I That's don't like know. Two of me. That's yeah. I don't think we're we're very uh, well positioned for this job. It's not. I... We're not going to get this job. <laughs> That's why. That's that, why. That's why. It's not a talent <laughs> issue at all. It's just a size it's issue. It's just because yeah. we're too short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so I moved on from that. I decided that you didn't want to do that show. Either. No, I didn't. I, okay. I didn't think that all would right. make a very good show. Got it. Um, and so then I found this other story, and I actually heard it on NPR this weekend when mm-hmm. I was driving to go do my long run because I'm in the vicious cycle of yes. having to mm-hmm. always run. And it was about astronauts doing their laundry in space and about how they have to choose what they – like when they're working in the space station, they can wear whatever they want. Like when they go out, they have to wear like their spacesuits. But mm-hmm. when they're just working, they can wear whatever. And they have to choose what they bring kind of, you know, because they can't bring a lot of stuff. And they can't really wash their clothes. So they usually... So they got to dress like a hiker. They need like wicking. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so one thing they said in the story was that they typically will just like put their laundry in like a pod and then just eject it. <laughs> really? Yeah, so I was like, is that space littering? Like, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, it's hilarious though. I know, like, like Earth can't even stop ruining Earth. Like, now we have to ruin space too. <laughs> of course. Like, so anyway, I was trying to find that story to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find it, but I did find this. <laughs> Great. Wow. So, astronauts, okay, we know how we have social media influencers. Oh, yes, we know. You know, who post all mm-hmm. over. Yes, yes, yes. So influencers are now spending, sending things, or companies are sending items to astronauts. Of course. So, um, why aren't we sending things to the astronauts? <laughs> so, um, Estee Lauder is, has sent some... Who's going to put on makeup advanced... in space? We're not even doing it in our houses. I'm definitely not going to do it when no one else is going to see me. Well, Estee Lauder paid... $17,500 per hour is what it cost them for this to send their advanced night repair synchronized multi-recovery complex to the astronauts. But the astronauts aren't going to use it because they are prohibited from endorsing any products because they're government employees. So wait. It's just that they're going to take photos and video in space that Estee Lauder can use for advertisements on social media. Great. Yeah. So that's when you got too much money. (laughs) Well, I heard I was listening to part of Greg's show this morning and he was talking about social media influencers being able to make $5,000 per post. Mm -hmm. And um, it was 
this is 17,500 per hour just to have a picture taken of astronauts with your product in Hmm. space. And they also got a new toilet, the astronauts. Great. Yeah. So, um, I actually, the gravity, oh, I don't know. I I have thoughts on that. I don't want to talk about it. You don't know. I don't like to talk about the potty stuff. (laughs) Well, I don't really have any potty stuff to talk about (laughs) other than the space station is getting a new toilet. Um, the, I wonder how they work though. I do. I'm going to do research on that later. I don't want to talk about it now, though. Well, I know they got it at Home Depot. (laughs) Great. (laughs) They are going to be having to return the um, Estee Lauder um, super space effective moisturizer. They are not returning the toilet. Got it. So Thanks, Home Depot. So, yeah. Um, So, anyway, I figured that would be as, as good of a show idea as anything else. So I went with that. Great. (laughs) (laughs) And that's my show. And that's it. That's it. Okay. Is there any homework? Is there anything else we need to do? Nah. No? Until next time? Bye. (laughs) Don't forget to tell them where they find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.